in three, two, one. John, are we live? We're live, sir. That was a fast countdown. I know. Well, we're running late. You trick me. Sometimes it's slow. Sometimes it's fast. Got to keep you on your toes. What's going on, buddy? Oh, just uh, working and enjoying the day. How about you? Uh, long morning, but uh, yeah, enjoying the day. I'm glad the weather's warming up. For sure, for sure. Uh, it feels like uh, it's sunny in here because John hung a lot of lights. So if you see a brighter <laughs> wheelhouse, for those of you watching, it's because John has hung lights. He's put lights on the floor for me to trip on and uh, just made the studio a little bit brighter. Yeah. Well, there were, you know, there were some shadows and I want to get rid of them. And we've got a couple more that are going to be hung next week. Very cool. Perfectionist yeah, sure. John. You got any shout outs? Because I'm pretty excited about chatting with our guests about today's charity. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so I am going to, I'm going to talk quick, but I'm going to throw something out there. Uh, I was reading an article today, um, with, uh, Mark Cuban and it just, it struck me and it stuck with me. So I'm going to share it. He said in business, one of the things that is missing most nowadays is people being nice. He said, people are trying to close deals and get rich and this, that, and the other. And he said, uh, people like to do business with nice people. And he even said, he goes, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't right now want to do business with myself when I was in my twenties. And it just struck me because we talk a lot about demeanor and how people approach things. And it was just, it was a good article and it was CNBC. So cool. If you feel like reading. Yep. Uh, one other quick one. And I have not had the opportunity to look this up. So it's speculation, but I was told something that shocked me. Apparently, the post office is now offering a service where if you don't want your mail delivered, they'll open it for you, scan it, and send it to your email. I know. I, it's crazy. But the conversation I was having with this person, his name is Chris. I'm not going to give his last name because I didn't tell him I was going to shout it out. But um, his neighbor, somebody who had gotten a hold of their mail, knew about this service, got to the post office, said, hey, stop sending me my mail, just send it to me, gave the email, their email address, and started getting somebody else's mail sent to them, i.e. all of their credit cards and all that stuff. So. I was about to say there is going to be a whole lot of uh, legal ramifications for that. Absolutely. So anybody that's watching, if you have a moment and you can tear yourself away from our beautiful faces, uh, if you could look that up, I would appreciate it because that's scary as hell. And Chris, thanks so much for telling me about it. Uh, I'm going to look into it because it can happen to anybody. Well. Yeah. USPS can deliver my mail the old-fashioned way and just drop Honestly, it off in my mailbox. I agree. I agree. So and you'll have to shoot me that article. I I agree with yep. uh, with Mark. I can't tell you how many times a month I call attorneys on deals mm -hmm. and tell them I'm like, listen, for the next 45, 60 days, we can be jerks to each other or we can just be nice. And right. then you, I catch them off guard. I'm like, we don't have to be this way for 60 days. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be aggressive. No, I hear you all the time on the phone. Yeah. And. You know, make it amicable. Yeah. Everybody's there to do a job. You know, just do the job and let's yeah. be nice to each other. Don't have to be jerks for 60 days to two years, no. depending on what we're working on. Yeah, that's true. Cool. So, I only have one shout out. And it's it. actually a shout out to the guys this weekend that helped me out at the racetrack. Um, Team Round 3 Racing, who, uh, who graciously let me race their race car this weekend. And then the crew, everybody from Mark to, uh, to Kevin to Les to... Uh, Everybody who was on the team, Anton, uh, Brad, everybody was uh, amazing. Cool. Um, out of blast. And yeah, they invited me back again, so I can't wait to go back with them. There so. were some great photos that you put up. It yeah. Like you had a good time. We, uh, we, did, we were winning both races. Uh, right. First day, we had a little fuel uh, gauge problem that put us uh, one pit stop behind, and we came, we came in third ah. as we would have won. Yeah. The second day, we were winning, and then uh, a tiny little pebble pierced our radiator, which is actually like a fluke. Ooh. Put a new radiator in, went back out, uh, didn't fix the problem. So we're going to win the rest of the races. Okay. Well. But shout out to those guys. Very good. All right. That's all we got. Awesome. Okay. So I'm going to jump into our guests. I'm, I'm super excited about this show. I'm excited every week, but I'm very excited about 
this charity and what they do because it's a little bit different than the charities we brought to you guys before. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to explain what Fresh Lens Chicago does. I'm going to let Shirley or Denise explain it mm-hmm. um, because I don't want to butcher it like always, especially <laughs> with a charity. But it's so unique and the kids that are a part of this charity benefit so much from the hard work that Shirley, Denise, and everybody at the charity puts in. I'm going to introduce Shirley first. Um, she's the executive director and an instructor at Fresh Lens Chicago. And uh, I'll actually introduce Denise as well, if that's okay, John, because I think uh, both sh- of them might start chiming in on fr- sure, Fresh Lens. Give me one quick second. There cool. And then All we right. have Denise Orlin. Um, she's the assistant director and instructor at Fresh Lens Chicago. And actually, I, I goofed up Shirley's name. It's Nanini, and I'm supposed to shake my, <laughs> shake my hand when I introduce her. So I apologize. Shirley, thank you for coming on. And Denise, thank you as well. Shirley, I'll move to you and let you explain what Fresh Lens is and what you guys do. Um, we started in 2017, and Fresh Lens is a tuition-free photography program for kids from under-resourced areas in the city. Awesome. So um, explain to me under-resourced. So it's kids who want to uh, enter a passion in photography and just don't have the funds to do it. Correct. Correct. Um, how did you guys come up with the idea? I was... Um, talking to uh, Nick Sennett, who's the owner of Chicago Photography Classes, and I was talking to him about possibly teaching photography. And in that conversation, I said to him, are you doing anything with kids? And he said no. And I said, wouldn't it be cool to do this for kids who maybe couldn't afford uh, the expensive classes and the equipment? And he said, "Uh, that sounds great. And I said, are you sure? (laughs) Because once I get going... Uh, and it, it, uh, that was in January, and by June we had gotten enough money donated uh, to buy a dozen cameras. Wow, and they're not cheap. And they're not cheap, and we um, started a class. It was um, supposed to be a summer program, and it was for the first two summers, but it was so popular, and we had so many kids applying, we decided to make it a year-round program. Now, how, how long do the programs last? Uh, each session is seven weeks. Okay. And um, either one of you, uh, Denise or Shirley, take me through um, kind of what a coursework looks like for these students if it's seven weeks. So they, we give them a camera, and then we teach them how to use it. We teach them all the settings. And then each week we do a different sort of exercise. We do stopping action, showing motion, depth of field. Um, and every every single time we're going out and shooting and we're helping them get get the uh, the concept um, and then also during the week they have a lab where they're learning Lightroom so they're learning how to edit their their photos and how to print them awesome so it's it's really great to you know take the picture and then print it and edit it to exactly how you want it to look so you're still teaching the old school methods of using a Lightroom as well which is awesome so. The old school is darkroom. But okay, darkroom. Right, right, and right. I could be t- so. <laughs> I'm a lay person with a camera. My my camera skill set is um, entirely my iPhone and any filters. No that problem. My no problem. Has. So, Adobe has a, a program called Lightroom, and okay. it's it's organizes your files, but you can also edit in it, and so you can crop, you can add color, you can add light, all different kinds of things, and and then from there you can print. And we, awesome. we like Shirley said, we're housed at Chicago for Photography Classes, and they have all of the computers and classrooms, so we, we use their facilities. They've generously donated their space to us. That's wonderful. And John wrote me a love letter to refer to this first photo behind me. John, let me know when it's on camera. It is. Am I not blocking it? You are not blocking it. Wonderful. I'm not tall enough to block anything anyways. I'm going to hear a little bit about... Uh, yeah, let us know what this is, either one of you. I'm going to try to turn my head and take a peek at it as well. Uh, it's a photo from one of our students, Ricardo, and uh, he uh, is um, kind of showing the grittier side of Chicago. He's, he likes working in black and white, and uh, he's got an interesting project going now. He's taking AP photography, and he's taking scenes from Chicago in, that photographs from the 40s and 50s, and then he's taking the same photo now and comparing the differences in the photo. 
What a cool concept. Very I love cool. that. Yeah. Because Chicago has had such a rich history of both architecture and obviously landscaping. And it's, uh, you know, so I've, I've watched a couple of the time lapse videos of how Chicago's changed over time, especially a lot of the neighborhoods in Chicago. I, I was in Streeterville um, for 11 years, and Streeterville 20 years before that. Oh, yeah didn't look anything like Streeterville and it's, it's evolved so much. So he obviously likes this sort of photography. Do you um, allow the kids to just kind of allow their photography likes and dislikes to take a life of their own? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, we give them some direction just sure. to kind of how to do certain things, but we don't really care what they shoot and they, they really are creative and they use their imagination. We were on a field trip to Millennium Park and that's, it's between the Art Institute and uh, Michigan Avenue, and you know, just it's just the railroad tracks. And he just looked over and, you know, framed that up and took the shot. What I love about looking at photographers' work is the different types of inspiration photographers take, and it, that typically takes them towards the type of photography that they're most passionate about. We had a photographer in here uh, a handful of weeks ago. And just talking to him about all the different trips he's gone on and how photography just kind of inspires his travel was, was really awesome to hear. Um, I'll ask both of you these uh, the same question. Shirley, for you, what inspired you to get into photography and what still inspires you to, I'm, I'm presuming it's still a hobby for you. It's, it, it's a charity and it's work as well, but it's a hobby. What inspires you when you're taking photography? Well, I, ha I had a... I'll give you I'll give you that specific answer because sure. I came at photography in a very different way. But um, I've had I've been in the uh, a collaboration on a long term project of photographing wind, um, and my latest endeavor is I'm getting ready to go on my third trip to Africa right after Fresh Lens is over because everything now runs around Fresh Lens. So uh, the first time I went to Africa, I was just so blown away by the beauty and the getting up in the morning and having no idea what you're going to see and you you can see some of the most amazing things so um, that's where I'm going with it Denise has got a whole different thing <laughs> following up on what you said is there a part in is there an area in Africa that you like shooting the most or do you travel throughout Africa when you're there well I um, since I've only been there twice, uh, I've been to South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Botswana, and I was absolutely taken with Botswana. So uh, the trip I'm taking in September is going to be four different camps in Botswana. Wow. When was the first time you went? Uh, the first time I went was in, in 2008, two years before I retired. And uh, we, I guess we didn't touch on that. What was kind of your, uh, your prior career to this? Well... Photography is out of my wheelhouse. Wow, well uh, done there. <laughs> that might be the that might be the first time somebody's actually used that, John. I love it. I love it. Took fifty one episodes, but somebody <laughs> dropped that pun. Uh, I taught for uh, thirty three years at Evanston Township High School. Great. Uh, I was uh, a teacher and a coach, and then later in my career, athletic director and department chair. Uh, so all of my work uh, was around uh, athletics. Um, interestingly enough, uh, although the endeavors are very different, that what they do for kids is exactly the same. The athletic careers and then the photography that yep. you're teaching them. I, I love that. Um, so when are you going? When does, when does the next set of coursework end? Uh, we start June 22nd. Happy birthday to me. Oh, and. We end August 3rd. August 3rd. Okay, great. And um, I'll move over to you and ask how your inspiration started with photography. And um, So I worked for two commercial photographers here, photographers in Chicago, and just by being around it, I, I, I was always interested in it. Um, but my, I love to travel, but I sort of like to see, when, I, when I'm just even walking around, I like to, frame things and uh, you know I taking pictures in my head so I just can't stop doing that so that's sort of my inspiration and I'm a little nosy so I like to look into places so a lot of my work is looking into doors and windows and but uh, yeah so that's 
but I, I love teaching. So you were the one taking photographs of inside the house <laughs> the other day. You know, and so how long, photography's been a fat, almost a lifelong passion of yours? Yes. And I, I always wonder this, as photography's technology kind of changes, are you constantly having to stay in, on yes, top of yes. the technology? Because I'm guessing the kids now, when they come in, they're in tune with everything Absolutely. that's photography. So you guys both have to stay on top of that as well. Yes, definitely. I mean, it's the, it is constantly changing. The equipment is changing. We've gone from film to digital to mirrorless. So it just keep trying to keep up with all that. What's mirrorless, by the way? So mirrorless is a camera that doesn't have a mirror in it. And, okay. Um, okay, so now you've hit on something technical that I'm yeah. not sure I could answer, but... Um, so it just doesn't have a mirror in it. Exactly. Okay. So it's evolving fast. And the editing is, is evolving very, very quickly. It's a, it is a huge... It's a beast photoshop and lightroom you you can spend months trying to learn it what is fascinating i think is how i guess accessible your work can be to the public now because yes. back in the day you had to have um maybe like a show or have a um a, a setup where somebody would come and take a look at your photographs or you'd have to try to sell them in a store now you can pretty much put everything online now on the flip side, there's a lot of competition because a lot of people can put things online. Are you finding that the kids just love putting the stuff on Instagram and just trying to get it out there as much as they can? They do, but I do think they are developing a true appreciation for the print. Okay, they, they that's love, awesome. They love to see what it looks like on paper. And we've tried to show them how much better things look when you print them yourself instead of you know sending them to Walgreens or Costco. Um, and they, they've really developed a great appreciation for that. And I saw when you guys were on WGN that you have put them into some art shows and into some real art showcases yes. as well, which is awesome for them. Yeah. I'm sure they love seeing their work up there. Yes, we've been really lucky. Um, Teresa Hoffheimer has a gallery on Damon, and she generously donated her, her gallery for our event. And so these kids got to be in a first-class high-end gallery with their work and um it was it was they loved it yes they've shown in some places denise and i would like to right, show exactly. that's wonderful <laughs> yeah. and so after they're done does their photographs then go into these showcases or can is how, how does the public get to see their photographs if they're not marketing their photographs either one of you well we're in the process of uh making our website um so that we can, so that kids' work could be purchased online. Wonderful. And because um, I, I went on the site now, and I think there's some prints that can be purchased, and then there's some work that can obviously also um, be viewed. Um, when the kids are done with the program, do any of them come back and help teach? Do any of them yes. come back and help kind of contribute? Mm -hmm. Yes, we have a um, an internship, a paid internship. So kids from the last. Uh, session uh, can apply to be uh, paid interns. Wonderful. And I think you touched on it at the beginning, but any of the kids who finish the entire program, they get to keep their camera as well, correct? Correct. You know, when I initially uh, came up with this idea, um, for me, it was just an absolute necessity that the kids, that we find a way to get kids a camera so that they could keep keep it. Because why start kids on this wonderful uh, journey of self-expression and then after seven weeks rip it out of their hands? Of course. I mean, it just didn't make any sense at all. So, um, you know, that's definitely, um, we have people donate uh, equipment all of the time, uh, which is very helpful. So uh, w as much as possible, we hope to get uh, cameras donated, but we also do have to purchase them. So, and you set this up perfectly for me, if somebody wants to donate to the charity, um, what's the best way to do it and uh, where should they go? They can go right to our website and there is a donate button and you can fill out a form that just says, I'd like to donate a piece of equipment and then we will contact them to make arrangements to either ship it or pick it up from them. Wonderful, and how much does a, a newer used um, modern camera that a kid could essentially take and use after the class cost? If you were going to buy one, yeah. um, we can probably get a decent one for about $300. Okay. Well, I'm going to have an ask here from our people watching um, because they can go to your website and also donate Absolutely. funds, correct? Exactly. And, you know, anything that's donated, they, they would get a tax letter. 
Um, if they donate money, it's it's an automatic tax that it'll be generated by the website and equipment. We would send them out. Okay, um, and the more f- uh, cameras you have, the more kids you guys can house for the classes, correct? Correct. So please, for those of you watching, I'm looking at the camera now. John, hopefully I'm on screen. Um, please go on their website. John's going to put the website uh, in the video. Yes, John? Yep. Okay. Um, please go on the website. There is a, um, I believe it's a donate button. It's on the top. top of, yeah. It's at the top. And um, donate. Uh, let's try at least by the end of this or by the time that everybody who at home is watching this on or listening to it um, once it's recorded, let's try to get them at least one camera. So let's let's do our best. So sometimes we get people commenting that they're going to donate. And uh, if uh, we can get at least half of it, I will match the other half and we'll get a camera. Just to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you. Either, You're welcome. Either of you, uh, Shirley or Denise, uh, what is the website address? It's freshlenschicago.org. Freshlenschicago.org. Very good. I love guilting my friends who watch because I can, by the, and I'm going to say this now, nobody's going to watch our show, John. <laughs> I can see when people start watching, so I can see them watching. Uh-huh. And I love guilting them when I watch them watching. So that they'll why, not? Us. Uh, yeah, we, why not? We're, we're well versed at that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes, we are very well versed in that. Um, we yeah. not only need digital cameras, but we accept film cameras. Okay. Uh, we have been able to sell film cameras and equipment that we can't use for the kids. And we've actually done very well uh, selling it and then using the money toward uh, our kids. Oh, wonderful. And that that goes to, you know, those of you who have cameras that you don't use. And I'm sure there's tons of people who, as cameras have kind of phased out and everybody uses their iPhones now or their tablets. Um, If you have any used camera equipment that you don't use, Donate it, and you guys actually, can actually sell uh, it. Good point. Uh, we have uh, also been working with a middle school group down in Englewood, and we gave some of those kids point-and-shoot cameras. So um, we are not fussy. Yeah. We find a way. We to find home for, homes for everything. Right. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, so anything you guys can do, whether it's an uh, older camera you guys have, a newer camera you have, or if you can donate on the website, please do that because the more – you guys can donate and people can donate obviously the more these kids can benefit from the courses john had another love note to me asking me what is the cost of the photo behind me so a print costs forty dollars okay um it's not framed um and the kids get half so wonderful the program keeps 20 and the kid the kids get 20. okay awesome so Um, and that's a really good price for print if you end up at a art fair in chicago when the street fest come this photograph would probably be $250, so yes. it's actually a heck of a deal. It is, and it's, it's all archival printing. It's, it's high quality, so. Very, very cool. Um, somebody says, oh, we already got a $30 donation. Thank you. Thank Look at that. You. I love guilty me. Yeah, thank you, Susan Lally. <laughs> she's a she's a fan of the show so she we, is. we she, appreciate just that some random fan yeah just <laughs> some random fan what with the same last name as <laughs> our producer over here john yeah. uh-huh. so how how do the kids get selected i i presume that um there's an application process and then you guys go through that application and pick a kid so how does that happen well we um we, we actually just started putting the applications on the website about six months ago, which has really helped the process because it, it's just so easy. So there is an application process on the website. The kids have to fill out the application, and they have to list two references. So we contact, contact their references. They are also required to come to one of three preseason meetings, and uh, we... Um, then interview the finalists. Wonderful. And how many times a year do you have courses? Because they go seven weeks, but how many times a year do you actually uh, At this course? point, we're doing three sessions per year. Three sessions per year. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and we'd, ha- like to, we'd like to expand that, but at this point, that's what we're able to do. Right. And those of you watching, I'm going to guilt you again. The more cameras and the more stuff that you guys can donate, the more sessions they can have per year. God, I'm getting really good at this guilting uh-huh. thing. And obviously you guys running a charity have to kind of do that yeah. too. Exactly. We're getting better as the days go by. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just asking friends and family. We, John and I have worked on charities before too. So sure. it's a lot of, hey, help us out. But you guys, 
have such an incredible cause. I'm sure everybody that you speak to gets behind it. What events, I, I know Denise, you had mentioned some events. What events do you guys host throughout the year where somebody who might not be a part of the program could get involved or could come by, donate, and just appreciate the fine photographs? Um, another great one is the Ravenswood Art Walk, and that's in September. And so the kids who finish the summer program will be featured in the Art Walk. Wonderful. And that's open to the public. Anybody can come. It's a it's a two day event. Um, I think it's the fourteenth and fifteenth of September this year. Okay. Um, Happy birthday to me on the sixteenth. So close. I'm on the thirteenth. Oh, there we go. <laughs> um, nothing for you, John. <laughs> I get nothing. Uh, I'm trying. Oh, and then so what? What we're going to try to do is, and we just had a, another event at um, Over the Rainbow in Evanston. Um, they hosted our show for a month the, the month of uh, March and uh, the kids sold probably 35 prints there and wow, really? um, yeah wow that's yes, fantastic that's great so right, so while I was gone see how fast I was at that job yeah, quick I switched the photo behind us so either so one of Mo, you tell me what actually, that is uh, it's, it's upside down? It's, it's vertical. Oh, it's see? Vertical. See? I take that back. I'm terrible at this. <laughs> Good try, though. Oh, I see now. We need to get a staff. We need to get interns and a whole big staff. Uh -huh. All right, let's see what we've got going on. Well, one, like one perfect Vanna White over here. Mm -hmm. One thing that we, has been a great, uh, a great thing to see kids develop is... Um, we have them weekly talk about their work and we have them do, um, what's the word, not evaluations, but critiques of each other's work. And uh, so the kids get used to talking about their work. So in the, sh in the shows, during the shows, we have students stand by their work and they talk to people and that's why they sell so many prints because they're so good at it. <laughs> they're just hard to resist. Well, well, and I think once you hear the story, it's much more compelling. You, you want to buy it. Much, much more. And um, that's great because not only are you teaching them the, um, the skill set of photography, but I'm sure the level of confidence that they're getting as they're uh, getting better at speaking about their work, public speaking, and just learning to take constructive criticism because that in and of itself is not the easiest thing at first, especially for younger kids. Right. The first year uh, that we had the program during the show, um, there was one of the students who was incredibly quiet, super quiet, and uh, really uncomfortable talking in public, and she was the first person to sell a print, and then it was, get out of the way. She's <laughs> she was totally on board, and she was, she was, uh, did a great job. That's awesome. Sold I more. Mean, that really is life-changing. Oh, somebody's phone's sorry. going off. No, no worries. Um, but that is life changing. Yeah. I mean, it really is that skill set of being able to um, gain self confidence and uh, a sense of I have the skill set and um, I'm now confident in my skill set really is life changing for these kids. It is. Well, I mean, just to be doing something where you're where you're learning things every week and you're feeling good about it. You know, you're adding to your skills. You know, people are seeing your work get better. You're getting positive feedback. You're learning how to print your work. You're learning how to frame and present your work. Uh, and you're able to talk about it. I mean, it. you don't have to be a kid to feel good about sure. that. But, boy, it really, I mean, it, when, you're, when you're work, you know, when you're talking about kids, it's not all that much different than adults. I mean, kids, you know, want to be successful. They want to feel good about what they're doing. You know, they want to succeed. And um, so they're hungry for this. Yeah. What's the age range of the average kid in, uh, in the program? Well, it's uh, 10th through 12th grade. Kids okay. cannot have graduated, and they have to have finished their freshman year. Wonderful. That... Um, is such a impressionable age too. I mean, especially in, in an area of need, you guys are doing such incredible work to take them and not just set up photography and life skills, but set up skill sets that I'm sure, especially in the confidence era, is gonna take them into college with a, a whole big grasp on confidence in life. So I love what you guys are doing. John, are we ready to, what do, do you have a question? Yeah, I do. I was, I think you were just about to 
actually go I was, to you were going to bump set and I was going to go to this <laughs> photograph we have behind exactly. it. Exactly. So really, my question because it's a little bit dark and I have a weird angle on this camera, but um, do you I'm want me to pick it up and I'd hold it? Yeah. Would you Would you mind grabbing yeah. that? Because it's yeah. a little bit dark, you and I want to make sure it's very cool. I don't want to break it, but if I break it, I'll buy it. Uh, <laughs> Under twenty. Uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, the prices went up. Well framed. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, true, true. So let me make sure so, I have this. Yeah, see what yes. Oh, okay. see now that's Sorry. much better. All right. Exactly. So I'm hoping uh, either Shirley or Denise, can, can you explain a little bit about this so that the people at home who are seeing this can get a little bit of a grasp? Uh, this is a photo taken by uh, one of our superstars, Georgette. Uh, she uh, was in our first class at Fresh Lens, and then last year she was uh, our paid intern, and now she's our tech expert. <laughs> uh, and um, she's an immigrant uh, from from Ghana. From yeah. Ghana, and um, this is uh, kind of an expression of sort of the feel for her of what it's like to be an immigrant. How you kind of have to be have to be in the shadows. Um, just as an aside uh, about Georgette. Um, she curated a show herself with other immigrants wow. uh, that is traveling around the country, and uh, her uh, the show will end at Harvard. Wow! Wow! So really? she's just a powerhouse. She's um, just a fantastic student and a fantastic person. Yeah, and Wonderful. some of Excellent. her other work was in qualified for the Illinois State uh, High School Award. So she she's extremely talented. Wonderful. And how much is this one? Uh, the photograph itself is forty, and framed, it's one hundred and twenty. Wonderful. Okay, you weren't you weren't kidding. You weren't just trying to sell sell I, it if I broke it. No, I wasn't. I wasn't trying to pull one over on you. Mom. No, this is uh, it's a beautiful piece of work, and obviously comes from um, a, a personal experience that's very very right. powerful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. John, am I okay to? Yeah, put it absolutely. Down? Give me one second, buddy. Absolutely, sure. So, Shirley, do you find, uh, is there, are there different uh, ways that people look at the world of photography based on where they come from? I mean, is there like some sort of a, you were just saying as far as the background uh, of the individual who shot that, but are there certain people like if they were, if they move around the country a lot, do they look for like wide open fields? Or if they were born and raised in the inner city, do they like to shoot inner city or do they like to get out to the country? Is it just sort of whatever catches their eye? Go ahead, Denise. I think it's more uh, whatever catches their eye, although so that obviously that background informs a lot of the way that they will look at something. Um, right, how they look at the world. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah, I, that's, it, that's a... I think it's just it's unique to each person. Interesting. Um, you know, and sometimes it's intensely personal, like this project, you know, has been for Georgette. Sometimes, um, you know, the, the greatest projects are the projects that have personal meaning. Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, and Absolutely. they're also the most successful projects. Absolutely. Um, okay. Denise just went on a... Well, solo journey to I, find hers. I was actually going to ask Denise, my next question was, are there places that you love going to shoot photography? Um, and that might be asking who the favorite baby is, but is, right. is there a place that just you go to and you just love, or a couple places? Well, I, I, I love Chicago. I love, there's, we have, it's so rich with neighborhoods and um, the lake, and um, the, I just love the city. So I, really, I love Chicago. A, it, I find great. There's so much to shoot here. There's so much to shoot. And I, I tend to shoot smaller, so I'm not necessarily getting landscape or anything, but more detail. So, um, yeah, I, I love Chicago. But, you a know, lot of windows to shoot into. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of people. No, I'm kidding. I don't. But, yes. Yeah, so. so if ten photographers go out together, nine of them are facing this way, and Denise is facing the other way. That's wonderful. 
You guys should take a photograph of that happening. <laughs> that, that will be your defining photograph exactly. of you and your photography skill set. Um, it probably is like that with the kids, too. I, I imagine when you guys are going to different spots, like you said, the kids are just shooting so many different things. The kids that come to the courses, are they complete beginners? Do some of them have prior um, photography skills? Because it there must be kind of a varying skill set of everybody, and that must be difficult to manage as well. So most of them are beginners, um, but we did have some kids who had some experience, but even they learned a lot. Sure. Because they had sort of taught themselves or they took it at school, and there wasn't a lot of instruction. So they really learned a lot this, this session. I mean, they even came up to us and said, you know, we're so glad. Because we were worried they were going to be bored, and they said, no, 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 this is great review. So, um, you know, everybody learns pretty quickly so there isn't this big gap of time where the kids who do know more are bored right um, and we are constantly moving them so that even if they're at a higher level they're able to shoot what they want sure and, yeah and they get the camera at the end because my presumption is and this is just a guess that the kids that come from underserved areas even if there was a passion there only get the the ability to shoot photographs whenever they can use somebody else's camera. So, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, photography, when it's a passion, I know a couple of friends of mine that are photographers uh, from real estate to cars to so just shooting um, different types of things. They love taking their cameras with them all over the, so, you know, you like shooting the city, but they love having their camera with them. And I, Neil is a good friend of mine and a photographer. And sometimes on the weekends, he posts a picture. He was just downtown. He just got a picture of two people having something to eat on a park bench. And um, my presumption is that these kids now have that ability to just make it a passion all the time. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so the next class starts coming up soon. Yes. When's the next application period if somebody wants to apply? Because the applications, I, I saw on your website, just closed. I think it was April 22nd. So if you wanted to apply, it's probably a little too late. But when does the next application window open? Uh, we will be opening sometime during August. August, okay. Yeah. Do you find that uh, the classes that run towards the winter are a totally different uh, class point, different things to shoot? Because I imagine yes. obviously <laughs> the city changes a lot. Yes. Does it yes. make it more difficult? Yes. A little bit. A little bit. It does because, you know, in the summer we meet uh, from 9 to 1 on Saturday. Okay. And, it, you know, what we'll do is we'll, uh, we'll teach a concept you know, and then we'll go out and practice it. Well, <laughs> when it's minus 50, that's hard. Yes. Right. It's harder when it's minus 50. Yeah. And this, it's this, less fun. Yeah, this winter was rough. We had <laughs> we had to postpone. We had to rearrange. Yeah. We did do a lot of shooting inside, and we, we love going to the Pedway. Okay. Believe it or not, it's a great place to shoot. Interesting. Um, and then we also went to the Cultural Center and uh, you know, shot in there. So, we you know, we try to... Varied. We also went to, up to the AN building. Okay. We got to do a 360 up in, up in an office, so that yeah, was great. Yeah, was amazing. Very cool. Yeah. That's the beauty of Chicago. Like you said, Denise, there's so much to shoot, but yes, obviously in the winter, the sun goes down really early. It's very, very cold. In this winter, the start wasn't so bad, and the end right. just oh, yeah. knocked us out pretty bad. Um, is there a different, and this is just me being curious, is there a completely different skill set involved in the way you shoot something when it's winter versus summer? I'm guessing lighting has something to do with it, but um, snow is probably difficult to shoot. So, you know, on your camera, you can make adjustments to uh, make the snow white, um, add more light to your image with ISO so that when it's darker, you have more light. But yes, sure. you definitely have to. You'll, you'll notice if you're shooting at 2 o'clock in the winter, it seems much darker than it does in the summer. Right. So, Well, kids today are lucky because cameras back way when didn't get to do that, right? No, no. You had to use the right kind of film. Do, do you ever find that the kids really want to shoot with the older cameras and gain that skill set too? Well, it's funny. I think film is making a comeback. I think so too. Yeah, my son is really into film. Okay. Much to my husband's chagrin because now you have to pay for it. That, yeah. yeah. Processing digital, it's all free. But, um, but yes, definitely kids love film. So do you find that, uh, I don't know how many kids you have, but... T two. Two? Yeah. Are they getting into photography and film now? Yes. They are yes, yes. following in the passion. Well, I don't know about that, but yes. <laughs> That's good. It's a good skill set to have. They yeah. will be everybody's best friend at every party and outing because they'll take the best photos of all their friends to put on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Be perfect. We have another photo behind us. John, let me know when it's actually on screen. 
It is on screen. I'm going to turn around and take a look at it. Let us know what this one is. Okay, this is by Beautiful, Be- by the way. Beatrice. And um, we. this was also on our field trip to Millennium Park. And this in, is in the, uh, the gardens between um, the Pritzker Pavilion and the Art Institute. And, you know, we, as you can see, we do close up and we do bigger picture. But um, Beatrice really just captured this flower and the color and um, isolated the, that purple flower and she, she did a it's great beautiful. job. It's, yeah. It really is It beautiful. really is, yeah. And it's it's amazing when you look at it, you don't imagine this was in the middle of the city of it, Chicago. Exactly. I, I thought when I saw this, you guys went to like the Botanic Gardens mm-hmm. and, and took these photos. Um, but it yeah, really beautiful is. to think yeah. that in the middle of the city of Chicago, you can catch a photograph like that. Exactly. How much is that one? Same. Same price. Forty dollars. So, okay, so are they all forty and then one twenty framed? Exactly. Wonderful. And can they go on the website and buy any of the ones we've seen? Um, oh, we're trying we're, to get our act okay. together. Yes, yes. We're soon. <laughs> in the process. But soon. please, if but you... if they want to buy, it, they can just say, "Oh, I saw this on Wheelhouse." On Wheelhouse. And, you know. mm-hmm. Um, yes, we are we are getting there. We're just not quite there yet. But yes, absolutely yes. contact us on the website and we'll get the kids in and print it. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, if you guys are watching and you want to buy any of the prints, just let them know uh, it's the ones you saw in Wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is recorded, so you can go back and figure out which one. We don't have uh, the same type of photograph each time, so you'll be able to describe it probably pretty easily. Yes. I love that. And I, that's the cool thing about, I guess, our city. You can go there and you can shoot a building. You can shoot railroad tracks. You can shoot something that um, shows her passion as uh, an immigrant. And you can shoot something as simple as a flower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say simple. That you probably know, is a very hard photo to shoot. It's really but. interesting how quickly the kids develop an aesthetic. And uh, it's really interesting to see that develop. And we talk about composition and... We talk about finding your own voice, and you know we're really encouraging you know kids to think outside the box, right? And um, for for like a layperson like me, if I if I wanted to take photographs, I mean I obviously only use my phone. What is a piece of advice for somebody like me who should I go get the nicest camera? Is it the camera that matters? Is it the editing that matters? Or just go get an okay camera, keep shooting and editing? Exactly, I would. Start off with a camera. It's it's all what's in your head and what you see, and sort of visualizing the shot before you press the button. Okay. Um, we we really encourage the kids not to just keep shooting, 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 but really frame it and see. Make sure there's not a pole coming out of somebody's head, or right. um, you know, make sure that the background looks good and pick picking the right aperture so that in in the case of Beatrice is that was a low aperture, so she was able to eliminate a lot of the background. Um, Whereas in Ricardo's, he had a deeper depth of field, so you got all of the railroad tracks. Sure. So just playing around with that and understanding that and seeing what you get helps you to grow as a photographer. And then you can start spending a lot of money on equipment. Yes. But Yes. Can I ask, what is aperture? For people that are watching that want to know a little bit more. So aperture is also referred to as f-stop. Um, that is the opening, the, the how wide the lens is open. So... Mm-hmm. You know, it's either a really small hole, which is f22. That's mm. a really deep depth of field, or you know, 1.8 is really big, okay. and that tends to be a shallower depth of field. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Got that, John. Does it, does it make yeah. sense? We're gonna have a photo off <laughs> you and me. Actually, I can't. You're good. I don't know what I'm <laughs> I know saying. What <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying here. I'm not, forget that challenge. I've challenged no, you I... to enough things and lost this year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not messing with you. I just yeah, I, had a, I had a I had a mental blank there for a second and forgot that John uh, does photos and videos for yeah for a living. What I do, kind of what he does. <laughs> you asked that question, so you threw me for a loop, like you well, didn't know. I I feel that there are probably a lot of people who are interested in the show and want to know a little bit more. It, and while we're at it, if you don't mind, either of you throwing out what ISO is. ISO is sort of like. In the old days when we used film, it's the speed of the film. So we used to shoot at 100, 200, 400, 800. Now our cameras are so high tech, we can we can add 12,000 ISO, which adds more light to the shot. So if, okay. if you were shooting in a dark area, you'd need a lot more light so you could bump up your ISO. I mean, I remember obviously when I was young, I was born in the early 80s, and then by the time I was, you know, in high school, they were like, oh, a megapixel this or a megapixel that or a second megapixel and a third megapixel. Mm-hmm. And it 
increase the price of the camera exponentially. Now, yes. none of that matters anymore. Does it really? Oh, no, it does. It does? <laughs> yes. Okay. Because if you want to print large, and I love to print large, you've got to have a camera that's got some... Some power to it. Yeah. What's like a what's a good megapixel now? Because I only know what my iPhone well, has. What's what's your? I think it's thirty-two. Well, yeah. yeah. I remember when it was a couple. Yes. A couple yes. cost a lot of money right. back then. Right. Now it's thirty-two. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with phones, though. I guess phones when you had a couple megabytes of space was something, and now. Yeah, the it. phones are really good these days. Yeah, I mean, you know, we say that to the kids. We're fortunate. We live in a time where everybody has a camera in your in their pocket. Right. And so people like to take pictures, but you just can't do with a camera, I mean, with a phone, what you can do with a camera. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like people now take photographs more. I mean, it's almost, it's become a joke. You're at re restaurants having dinner and then everybody's got their phone out. I went to a, I forget the name of the place I went with my mom this weekend, but it was um, in River North and they have all these like crazy, um, uh, like if you have like a steak, they bring out this giant fork <laughs> with it. And if you have like cotton candy. Oh, like is it dessert, RPM? No, it's it's every food has this crazy um, display with it. Wow! And literally, the entire place was everybody just taking photos of every uh -huh. single yeah. thing. And I got to get the name of it; it slips my mind. But we were laughing. We said there was no way 15 years ago this would have worked because they are they're catering to social media and everybody else taking photos of every single dish that comes out. It was. Every, every, and it was very dim, so everybody was using a flash. So every table had a million flashes going off. And I feel like even outdoors, people are taking photos of their runs. And so it almost, you almost have to become a more, I don't wanna say skilled, but a more passionate slash skilled photographer to really stick out because everybody's taking photos. That's right, yeah. that's, that's exactly right. Well, and, right. And it's like taking a picture like this. This is different. Right. You know, yeah, you could not do this with your iPhone. No. and no. and. Right, looking at things differently, showing sure. it just exp you know you could take a million pictures of the bean, but if you know taking a unique picture makes it stand out from the other yes. million pictures. One of my favorite photos of all time is actually uh, my friend who's a photographer, Neil's photograph of the bean, and it's in the winter and it's just a fantastic photograph. And yes, there's no way anybody could have taken it with a camera, and it was the right moment when people were walking by it the right way, and it was just it, with the city as a backdrop and. It's, he's a photographer that just goes out and he has a passion and just shoots people walking around and photographs. And, um, and yeah, you can't do that with an iPhone. No. It's impossible. So, and I love that true photographers still have that to provide and that phones and um, tablets can't really take that away from them. Do we have another photo, John, yes. that I can we put up? Yes. I'm gonna yeah, put that one up one as well. More. Let me put it up. We are zipping through an hour here. Sorry, sure. While Mo is doing that, I am going to ask another question, if you don't mind. Oh, it also has guilt everybody. <laughs> so, Shirley? John, this one might be dark up here, so you'll have to let me know. Mo, that's also vertical. <laughs> there you go. Oh, yeah. That makes a lot of that's sense. sharp. Okay. So, uh, Nikon, Canon, there's a variety I could go on and on. Favorite brand? as far as camera goes, or favorite model, either or? Uh, well, I'm, I'm a Canon shooter, and so was Denise before she defected to mirrorless. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, okay. And what caused that defection? Well, Shirley will tell you. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> Tell the truth, Denise. Yeah, it's the, the somebody's not happy with uh, the, uh, I know, right? well, the you move. Know, um, it's a lot lighter. Okay. It's a lot lighter. And I mean, it's an excellent camera. So sure. I don't really feel like I've sacrificed a lot. Okay. Um, and I, I, I love it. It's a X-T3 and it, it's great. But what is it? It's not a Canon. It's a Fuji. Yeah. Yeah. How did you get introduced? So I did a lot of research. Um, you know, there's a lot of mirrorless out there. Sony, um, Nikon has one now and Canon just came out with one. And um, there's Olympus. And I just talked to a lot of people who have them and tried to figure out, because they're all almost the same but just figure out what worked best for me, and that's how I picked it. Okay. John, what's your favorite? Don't say the iPhone. I've got, no, I've got... Actually, you don't like iPhones. No. I, <laughs> um, I have a few at home. I don't really... I don't have a favorite. Wait, you have a few? I do. John? 
I do. Well, is so, there any that so you don't you use that? that you would like to donate? <laughs> oh, you, you're doing the guilting thing better I, than I do. I didn't see that coming from a mile away. <laughs> no, but it is a good time. Um, for those of you who are just tuning in right now and haven't been watching before, if you can do us a giant favor and go on the website, and John's posted it throughout uh, the show, I will put it in the comment section. Or if any of you want to actually chime in and just say it now, you can as well. It's... Uh, it's freshlenschicago.org. Freshlenschicago.org. Um, hit the donate button. It's about $300 to get a camera for um, the kids. And what ends up happening is when the kids are through the program, they keep the camera and they can keep their photography passion and skill set growing. So what we want to do is at least get one additional camera because of Wheelhouse today. So we have 30 already donated. For those of you watching after the show, please donate. I will um, make up the difference to the um, to the three hundred bucks for a camera. So, uh, do us a favor and please donate to um, the cause because it's incredible. We have another photo, John. Is it on screen and can it, it be seen not, or yes. do you want me to hold it? No, actually, it looks pretty cool. Okay, yeah. cool, perfect. Um, I will let you guys describe what this is. Yeah, please. Uh, this is one of our students named Emily uh, who. Um, was also one of our um, interns uh, in the next class and uh, she likes very dark photographs and this is uh, I like this photograph very much it's um, sh light coming through blinds but I think the shadows are really beautiful mm -hmm. and it really it really um, makes you want to look at it really pulls you in I think I agree yeah it's beautiful for those of you who are listening to this and not watching this one live, you know, we have some people that listen. This is a good one for you guys to actually watch instead Absolutely. of just listen to. So watch us on Facebook or YouTube because yep. um, the photos are beautiful. And I love how you guys brought, I think we've done four now, four photos that depict such different things mm -hmm. and the different skill sets and then obviously different passions. Mm -hmm. I, I love how the light comes through. Yeah, it's that really is really sharp. Very, very yep. cool. Yep. And then how she came up with just that shot and thought that might turn into a cool photo. I would probably see this in a room and just be like, okay, there's some light coming through. But mm -hmm. a photographer with a passion takes a look at this and turns it into You know, you art. would think all of the kids would be using photos from uh, our field trips, but that's not the case. I mean, I don't know, maybe even more that were out of the field trip, you know, off of yeah. the field trip. Tim said, great photos. Um, we z zip through that hour, but I still want to keep going if you guys are okay with uh, a little more. Um, both of you are obviously very, very busy instructing and um, growing the charity. Um, Shirley, I'll ask you first, what do you do outside of taking photographs and working on the charity? Any, any passions of your own? Uh, well, I play tennis. I've played okay. tennis my whole life. Unfortunately, my game is a little better than my body, but um, <laughs> I... Besides photography, I love to play tennis. Awesome. I've been saying that about my, uh, my fitness lately, too. <laughs> I have ambitions, and my body is just saying, nope, that's enough. You've yeah. abused it enough. Just wait. Well. <laughs> I, my body feels like it's, uh, it's 85 at this point. Mm -hmm. I've abused it quite a bit. Um, and Denise, how about you? So I feel like everything I do is really photo-related, so right. I teach, I do fresh ones, and then I... Um, on the, on the other side, I do a, a travel photo business with uh, a friend, and we take people on trips. Next week, we're going to Charleston. Oh, cool. Yeah. So we we do one day. We do a lot of free day trips in, in the city, and we do international trips. And Tell us more about that. I'm fascinated by okay. that. Okay. Uh, so we take beginner, intermediate, all kinds of photographers to different locations, and we try to go to the, off the beaten path places because anybody could go to Chicago or London sure. or so um, we're going to Charleston um, next Thursday and taking people all around and sort of out of the t out of the city um, uh, when we get back in May we're going to Mitchell Domes in Milwaukee okay um, but we've gone out to Rockford and gone to an abandoned factory um, we we go to the Pedway we you know we just try to enjoy the city and and do photography and teach things along the way very cool yeah so and you also do bigger trips international yeah trips. so right so um we we went to england last october um we went to the, the north um 
east part of England, Nor Nor Norwich, and okay. all around there. Yes, it was great. A lot of beautiful photography. I went, uh, I don't know if Bath is south, middle. I don't it's, know where it's, it is. Yeah, it's west of London. Yeah. yeah, southwest. Yeah. Um, I went last year for a uh, cousin's wedding, and it was beautiful. That would have been a photographer's dream, just yes. the architecture yes. and the streams and the creeks. And yeah. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. The, yeah, these, these guys do an amazing job. I mean, there's a million people who are doing travel photography classes, but... I mean, the instruction's just extraordinary with Danny and Denise. How, how does somebody find you guys, and how do people know about the trips? Um, so it's 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 a little bit circuitous route, but um, it's photodrummer.com, and okay. on that, there's a tab that says Photo Travel Bug. Okay. You just click on that, and it's got all the trips listed. Um, awesome. Day, weekend, and... Um, uh, international trips. So somebody could do a local um, photography class, and then obviously, if it's a passion and they're a little more experienced, they can go international. They don't even have to be that experienced because okay. we we really work with every level, and um, so beginner, intermediate, and very cool. Yeah. And do you have to have your own camera? Yes, you, you have do. to. Have, yes, you have okay. to. Have so if I wanted to come and learn something local, I got to buy a camera. You got to get a camera. I'll just borrow one of the million yeah. cameras that John has <laughs> that he's not doing nothing with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Collecting yeah. dust, right? They're collecting dust. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe I'll buy <laughs> my okay, own John. so we can it's keep right. shaming him yeah. because they're just yes. collecting dust. Yes. We don't want him to have the excuse that Mo is going to use my camera. So right. I don't need yes. to borrow your camera. I'll just buy it one. Is, it's so hard to get me to give to charity. Yeah. <laughs> John is one of the most giving guys, but we're gonna keep guilting them as much as we can anyway. That's fine. That's fine. What international trips this year? Uh, the Galapagos. Wow. Yes. Ooh, nice. Yes. That's a cool one. That's in October. Yeah. How do you pick those? How do you how do you pick the locations? Um you know we've we we want to have a lot of um, sort of photographic opportunities. So we try to do long exposure or street photography and we uh, so every day is a do a new thing. Even if it's not your thing, we want you to try it because you may end up liking it. And sure. you, you could even you could do whatever you want when we're out shooting. But we try to go to places that you wouldn't necessarily go to. Wonderful. That are still amazing and wonderful, but you might not say how I need to go there. That's that's fantastic. Photography is the 100% your passion. Yes. You know, and, and by the same token, Mo, if you want to take some classes, Chicago photography classes is just a gem in this city. I mean, that's where I started taking classes. I took about 15 months of classes. And uh, the, the depth and the breadth of the classes and the quality of the instruction, it's just amazing. Really? Yeah. And it's, it's a great it's, community. It is. Really great people. Yeah, I mean, it's a li it's a life changer. I am. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it looks like you, you've obviously had a passion your whole life, and surely you've had a passion for a very long time that's turned into uh, almost like a second career after yeah. you retired. There was yeah. no re real retirement yeah. for you yeah. there. No, I flunked retirement. <laughs> yeah. A big F in retirement. <laughs> yeah. Or if you look at it the right way, an A plus because you're doing some incredible yeah. things. So yeah. we'll, we'll give you an A plus for retirement. Uh, I have to say I, I am pretty proud of Fresh Lens and what we're doing with kids. Uh, it's incredible. When John told me about the charity, I know he connected with you guys and he was explaining um, – uh, how you guys do the charity and the impact that you have on underserved areas and these kids, I just thought to myself, A, what an incredible idea, and mm -hmm. B, what an incredible skill and tool set that you're giving to the kids that they're going to have for a lifetime. I mean, it's the confidence. Uh, again, you're, you're teaching them a skill that and a passion that they obviously had a passion for, but you're um, really setting them up for success in the next phase of their lives. Right. And it's incredible. Um, I always ask this question of anybody that comes on, and we sometimes say give some advice to people watching about being an entrepreneur. And um, I'll ask you guys, it could just be an entrepreneur, somebody who's getting into a charity, or somebody who's just getting into starting photography. And I'll start with you, Shirley, and then Denise. Hit on either one of those three or any of those three. Um, I know getting into a charity is a very difficult thing to do, and starting one is... Um, it's a labor of love. Um, but any advice for anybody who might be getting into one or getting into photography? Uh, well, I'll, I'll do the charity. Uh, you know, you, you just have to keep plowing through. I mean, when we started, we knew absolutely nothing. And we asked a lot of questions. And, you know, my way of operating my whole life is just to get in there and do it and keep doing it until you get get better at it. So uh, 
I think if, if you're interested in doing it, you know, we did a lot of reading. We looked at a lot of other people's charities. We talked to a lot of people, and uh, we made it up as we went. Fantastic. Mm -hmm. Kept grinding along until it's an incredible charity. Yep. Any books you recommend? Uh, Could be for photography <laughs> or just books that you like. We always ask that question, too. Uh, well, my favorite book is John Irving's book, It's a Prayer for Owen Meany. Okay. <laughs> really an interesting book, right? Yep. First time that's been recommended. I mm -hmm. We love hearing book recommendations, and sometimes we get uh, repeat. We, often we get repeat. Mm -hmm. That's the first time for okay, that Okay, but there is one photography book that uh, Denise and I just bought, and it's uh, by the uh, Wildlife Photographer of the Year, whose name is Thomas Mendelssohn. Okay. And I think it's called Wilderness. I, yeah, I forgot the title. Wilderness. That, that, that. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's an amazing book. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Okay, wonderful. Denise, I'll ask you kind of the same question. It can be, uh, obviously, you're an entrepreneur. You guys have a business. It can be an adv advice for entrepreneurs, photographers, whichever way you want to take um, that. I would just say don't give up. Um, you know, there's going to be a lot of no's, and just keep plugging away. And if you're trying to learn photography, it it's uh, it just takes a little time, but I promise there's there's a, an aha moment and you you hit the ground running. There's a lot of aha moments. Yes, <laughs> I mean, and, and I think I still am learning. There's still a lot to learn. So and it's ever, ever evolving. And the beautiful thing about photography, and I'm sure you guys, uh, this is part of your passion is, you can shoot so many different things in so many different areas, and it just never gets old. Right. You're never going to see the entire world. Right. 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 So it's a passion that, you know, just keeps on evolving because I'm sure you're going on trips now, Denise, to places in the world where you've never been before. And every time you show up, it's a completely blank slate of opportunity. Absolutely. For you. Absolutely. And, and the other thing is that shoot for yourself. Don't shoot for anybody else. Don't worry about selling it or anything because your passion and your and your story is going to come out in your work. And that's that's the most important. So if one person likes it or a million people like it, it should be what you love to do. Right. I love that. Um, we zip through that hour we did. and I really appreciate you guys coming on today. It's, um, a charity that, um, I hope, um, continues to get as much traction as it can. And I imagine it will. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, a great cause. It's unique. It's different than a lot of charities we've spoken to. And what you guys are doing for these kids is incredible. Um, please check out their artwork as their website starts to, um, allow for uh, the kids prints to be sold we'll let you guys know again that hey you can go on the website and buy some prints if you want to buy any of the prints from today just let them know you saw it on wheelhouse and again please um, I know a lot of you watch this after we've uh, already been live if you guys can comment to the comment section and let us know that you're donating to charity we're gonna make up the difference so we can get an additional camera so that one more kid can have the benefit of going through the coursework with uh, with uh, the charity. Well, we, we just want to say thank you so much for yeah, having us. This has been great. We really appreciate and it. And thanks for your donation. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Yes. We appreciate having you guys on. It's, um, like I said, it's so unique and it's, it's, it's an incredible charity. And thank you for what you guys do. I know running a charity and growing one is not the easiest thing in the world to do. And uh, it's a, like I said, it's a labor of love and you guys are doing an incredible thing for the city. Thanks so much. Thank you. John, what do we have next week? Well, we... Before we get into that, okay, John has uh, more. No, just no, no. <laughs> uh, just a real quick shout out uh, to our friends at Gateway Green. Uh, they have an event Friday evening uh, from nine to eleven. Excuse me, nine to eleven at Underground Chicago, and it's a uh, it's a twenty dollar ticket. Uh, there's open bar, food, and all the proceeds are going to Gateway. So. I Wonderful. just want to throw that out. Yeah, I'll so throw out that it's virtually impossible to get into underground Chicago, even if you're only spending twenty dollars at the door. So this is quite an opportunity. Yeah, all my friends who are watching, I know a couple of you try to go to underground and try to spend more than twenty dollars just to get in the door. Now right. you get to go there for a great charity, a great cause. Absolutely, and you get some free drinks. Yep. So I just wanted to shout out our friends at Gateway Green. Wonderful. Um, I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get there. What do you, you got? Anything Friday? I will be in the suburbs on Friday, so I cannot. Hook it up from 9 to 11. But if you're watching and you're in the city, definitely stop yeah, by. for sure. Off Illinois. For sure. Um, so next week we are off because I'm going to be oh, in Dallas. Right. Uh, Lucky guy. I know. I know that I made mention before, but uh, my better half, who is a phenomenal 
individual. She's a great woman, great girlfriend, all that, but just as a as a human being, awesome. And uh, she works boy, are you Southwest. getting brownie points yeah, right now? <laughs> she deserves it. She, she she's being awarded the presidential award uh, of Southwest Airlines, and out of sixty thousand employees, they do I think it's six wow. uh, people per year. Wow! And she was nominated by her coworkers, and then the execs voted, and she's getting the award. That's so. Great. It's John, you're not worthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Until um, you donate those cameras. I know, right? That's what it all comes back to. Um, but so we're going to be off because awesome. I can't miss that. No, and uh, right. let me follow up with that. Congratulations, Maggie. She's incredible. Um, obviously, it's good. It's very well deserved. And six out of 60,000 yeah, is a... Yeah, it's, it's insane. A, it, the, astonishing the numbers, number. Right. But I'm sure it was very well deserved, and she was probably yes. at the top of the six. Absolutely. Numero Absolutely. uno. <laughs> um, so congratulations, um, Maggie, for next week. And uh, We are very excited. Have We're fun looking in forward Dallas. to it. Absolutely. So we'll see everybody in two weeks. Yeah. Uh, in two weeks, we have uh, Kate Hassett, and Dean Delisle, uh, they're both with Social Jack Info Technology, um, and it's it's more than a social media marketing company. I'm going to let them explain it. We've had many conversations; they are hysterical, but they're very very smart. So if you own a business and you need some uh, information advice, but also just how to go about to present your social media. This is a show you're going to want to see. They are, they're great people, and I'm looking forward to having them on. You're bringing on people who are funnier and smarter than me, huh, John? Well, Every single week. <laughs> I was going to say, the bar isn't... Isn't know. too high. I know, I know. Oh, <laughs> gave me the zinger on the way out. Boom. Well, so. we'll see you guys in two weeks at 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, thank you guys for watching. Again, if you're watching this after the show, please, please, please um, go on the website, donate, um, it's an incredible cause, and I'm very, very thankful for you guys for coming on today. So thank, thank you. Thank you. Very much. Thank you. Um, and that's it for me, John. That is all we got for this week in three, two, one.